Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Uh, each week, we pick a topic and we make you a mix. So, Julia, given the trying political times in the United States, what's this week's topic? Uh, we're buying America a drink. Drinks on yeah. us. Oh, that's expensive. How about you just get your own drink? But you need a drink. <laughs> America, you need a drink. You need a drink. So, uh, welcome to the Zoom meeting podcast recording. This is, we don't record. Okay. I'm not going to tell people how the magic is done, but we don't actually record on Zoom, although we have in the past. We have in the past. At this point, I I fully believe only the top half of your body exists. I don't it think does. you have legs yeah. anymore. No, Dwight's like eating us. Like it's gone. <laughs> it's just, uh, and you know what? It's more efficient. I dropped a lot of weight. <laughs> Finally He's gained my, weight. It worked finally, out both for both of you guys. Finally, in my dream figure uh, now, it's just—it turns out it's just a torso. I'm like Voltron. I'll form the torso and the head. Um, anyway, that's if you've ever seen Voltron. I mean, at this point in a quarantine, you think I would have achieved some? You think more people would have achieved goals of like, oh, I I lost this much weight. I've turned my home into a, a mini gym, or you know, I've cleared my acne, or. I've, you got to know some people that have done amazing stuff, though. I mean, there's some people been. out there that have done really well, right? I yeah. mean, they're not everybody. Now, trust me, I'm, I get what you're saying. Not yeah. everybody by a long shot. But like, uh, think of that one friend that did something. Like, you have to have one friend that did something. Mm-hmm. I'm just off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. Uh, Accomplished a thing. Brett, Brett, who was in, who was um, part of the show, he actually worked for Disney. Uh, and so has been furloughed all this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett's lost a bunch of weight, goes on like a seven mile walk every day, does 200 push ups. Like, he's the man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, Good pretty cool. So, people. Brett, Brett, you're the best. <clears throat> yeah, around. The rest of us, we're just going to sit around and drink. I found all the weight that Brett was leaving around. I found it <laughs> and I ate it. So, there it is. Well, it's um, called recycling. I actually just went, I've been a motorcyclist, uh, those of you who don't know, and probably many of you who don't, because you don't know me, uh, I've been a motorcyclist for many, many years, probably over, I don't know, 20 years that I've ridden motorcycles or scooters or Vespas, more than that, 25 years, I don't know, long time. And uh, I've even, I even used to commute like 40 miles each way to my office on a motorcycle. Really far. Really far. And, uh, and so I've never been licensed. I've never had a motorcycle <gasps> license uh, really? the entire time. And yeah, so I pay more expensive insurance, but I was like, who cares? I don't want to go through the safety class and all that. Mm-hmm. And so I just, just as of yesterday, I, I achieved my safety class and my actual motorcycle license. There it is right there. Oh, cool. Had to take the written test. Like no joke. I'm the king of taking useless tests. Traffic school takes me an hour. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all my work certification tests done. No problem. This test I had to take three times, and then I had to repay to take another. <laughs> By the time I took it the last time, I, I got 100% on it. So it only took me, that's like a 25%, uh, you know, a uh, uh, completion rate on tests. Anyhow, um, that being said, uh, I, I accomplished that. So that's, that's what good. I did. <laughs> I mean, what have I done? I've 
watched all of the new girl in its entirety so that's oh, an okay i've never seen one episode of the new girl and you think it'd be like right up my alley I, i've never really i think it would be it's they compare it to Friends, but it's a more modern Friends. Yeah, I don't like Friends at all. So, and I and I and I was like very late to that. Um, so yeah, I, they they did a thing a push for Friends. And this is this is tell me a story, Grandpa. This is uh they did a push for Friends like when Friends was kind of a, a pretty hot show, but they they realized a lot of people hadn't seen it like it wasn't mainstream yet, mm-hmm. and so they played an episode of it right after the Super Bowl one year, and I saw that. And I was like, oh, this show's lame. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> so that's how it was until like the very end. Uh, and then yeah. I watched, I think I watched the last season. So there. It's fine. You're good. Yeah. But good. Uh, th- a lot has gone on since we last recorded because it's been a minute since we've done a show. Yes. Um, we've had some elections. We've had some Did more you hear, protests. there was something about that. Did you hear something about an election or well, that was weird. I, I don't saw think- that. I don't think my TV knows any other channel other than CNN at this point. Like, yeah, mine is MSNBC because I'm a little left of center. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I hear you, um, dude. Just all I'm saying is, you don't have to go home, bro. But you can't stay here. Like, totally. you don't have to go home, <laughs> but you can't stay here. It's like, just, go somewhere else. Just get the fuck out, man. Like, jeez. Like, we know we're gonna see you again in twenty twenty four. Like just Or or it. when you when you do the collab and you start your own network with OAN or whatever the fuck oh, you're God. gonna do. Like yeah. I get it, you're gonna be a fixture in this for a long yeah. time. Trust me. And then you're you're like the, the sons that are even more useless. It's like how could you double down on on absolute like uselessness in the world? Oh wait, look at these two fuck offs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i can say that now because they're all private citizens so whatever <laughs> nobody's coming after me they're all private citizens it's just well. been it's been a lot and i feel like now's a time where we can just like breathe a little sigh of relief um yes this uh there's still a heck of a long way to go and this is like a baby step to achieving a better community for everybody but at least we hit this hurdle and we like yeah. beat this step. And it, it seems like the most obvious hurdle to hit, but in the whole expectation has been reset. You know what I mean? The yeah. whole expectation of a Trump Trump's presidency has set a reset in expectation with with what is acceptable to be a politician, what's acceptable to be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to be honest, it's great to have you're right a small step in having an election. But hopefully that'll lead to the bigger step of returning to normalcy where we have a final, finally have a normal um, ruler of um, like a measure of how things should be done. <laughs> you know, like yeah. have actually have professionals that are from their fields in charge of, you know, bureaucracies that need to make the government run. Maybe do that. I don't know. Like basics, like day one shit. <laughs> yeah. Just to start. So, like, yeah. so... You know, let's take this time and, you know, think about what we can do next. But while we do that, um, let's drink. Yeah, let's, uh, have, let's have some drinks. Lord let's knows drinks. we need so, it. So if you're like me, you uh, you had some drinks uh, on Saturday, a couple couple weekends ago, Saturday mm-hmm. when uh, I think it was 10 days ago now or yep. or so that, um, yep. that the election results came in and drank most of the day. Uh, it was fun. 
And um, so this is a playlist to kind of commemorate that and for everybody who did the same thing we did. I mean, there's people who took to the streets in every major city. Um, but, you know, oddly enough, not like uh, not like uh, um, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Like, they didn't take to the streets. <laughs> I don't get that uh, reference. Else? Uh, well, because they're in Alabama and they voted. They didn't take to the ah, streets. Got it, got Maybe they got did it. take the streets just for a wrong reason. There might have been a small group of people. Or, yeah, yeah. or, or whatever. wrong side or of whatever. things. Um, 70 million of them are out there. And if you're listening to the show, that's fine. I mean, just you're used to people bashing on your man, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you stay with him. You stay, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you stay with him. He beats me because he loves me. Um, but, yeah, so you can use this playlist for Inauguration Day. There you go. Inauguration day, Mm -hmm. your next celebration, or let's say like, hey, celebrate. You don't have to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. You don't have to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. You do not have to go anywhere for Christmas. Nope. You have to stay home. Like, that's amazing. You need to. Yep. Order yourself a very large pizza. Yes. um, And just, you know, live in sweatpants. Live in sweatpants. Just just live your life. 2020, the year of the sweatpants. So it that is. being said, do you want to go first with your first choice? No, you should go first because I think I've gone first the last couple times. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. Okay, so um, I picked a band. I don't know if I played them the, the song before because like, we've had a drinking show before. I'm not, I don't really care. Hey, you know what? We're going to pick some of the same songs. Fuck it. Whatever. This is, this at this point, new... this is episode 56. We've done oh, 56 gotcha. okay. playlists. So like, we're going to cross over with some of the songs. Okay. Well, That's I good. wanted to, um, this is kind of how I felt. Uh, the title of the song is kind of how I felt on sat on the end of Saturday night um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, this song is called Drinking for Eleven, and it's by <laughs> the Mad Caddies. <laughs> so here it is. Gotta try, gotta try for tomorrow. You can't see through today. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah, they uh, Mad Caddy's been around since. Uh, well, I met them when I was eighteen playing ska shows. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been the same band ever since, you know. So different members here and there, but for the yeah. most part, uh, the same songwriter Sasha and Chuck. And uh, yeah, they've got plenty of albums. Go and check the one. Mm-hmm. There's a new one that just came out uh, that's really good. Um, and uh, it has a quarantine song in it, a quarantine video where they're like drinking bleach and stuff. It's pretty cool. So that's uh, called that's called, uh, it's called um, "Let It Go," I think. No, let. Oh, jeez, let me make sure I got that right. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, support the Mad Caddies because they're they uh, they do stuff. They've got really good merch, and uh, you know when they start touring again, they're touring machines. They usually are out all the time. So go yeah, and see them. Yeah, this must be hard for them. Yeah, for sure. They actually took 2019 off. Like they, oh. they played a bunch of shows and then they stopped. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're going to keep, we're going to start it all back up in 2020. <laughs> it's like, Yikes. Oh, shit. It's been two years off now or whatever it's been. Yeesh. It's crazy. So anyway, support Mad Caddies if you can, please. Totally. Support any yeah. band. Support music venues. Support musicians. Buy their merch. Buy their uh, merch, yeah. Actually, uh, Sasha from Mad Caddies, he did, um, 
he was one of the producers on that Doja Cat record that came out last year. So, oh, wow. Yeah, he like like uh, Grammys or something, I think. I have to I have to look at that for well, sure. Well, you mentioned that before because we pl- yeah. played a Doja Cat song. So I, I yeah, it's really cool. It's well, really well produced and really well done. So perfect. And then Dwight's barking at somebody else. There. Hi, Dwight. Okay. Thanks, Dwight. Um, okay, so my first song is a band that I forgot about, but I want to go back and listen to more of just based off of this song, Murder by Death. Yeah. They have a, kind of an Americana, yeah, like a darker Americana sound, I think. Yeah, I never liked the name of that band, but they actually are yeah. really good. The name. I was like, meh. The name meh. is weird. You could do better. But, I feel like, uh, you know, that was like. That was like somebody somebody had to give in for that name. I'm like, they're like, eh, you're right on the cusp of having a good name there. <laughs> yeah. Just switch the murder for blah. Yeah. Murder uh, by Chihuahuas is better. <laughs> <laughs> but this song is called As Long As There Is Whiskey in the World. And uh, I really love the build up and like the chorus of this. So let's listen. Cool. But as long as there is whiskey in the world We can drink away the hearty We can drink away the girls who we born To love for a never touch As long as there is whiskey in the world I have loved that was a very Mike choice of you. <laughs> right? I thought of you. That was a very, that's something I totally would have picked. Uh, and that I have, I probably have some of those on here. Uh, but that's a, that's a, that's a really cool song. I mean, and, you know, Americana songs about drinking are just kind of, they're so American, right? That's... It's like, you know, it, yeah. we have the, we have the benefit. You and I have both had the benefit of traveling extensively. And when you meet mm-hmm. people from other places, that's one thing they love about Americans. They love that. They love this, you know, they love the the old west vibe, the drinking roadhouse musician vibe. You know what I mean? Like that's they love the one all thing that's stuff. super unique to America. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where's the roadhouse? Yeah. Show me the roadhouse imagery of the band touring the UK. And the only thing I can think of is the Queen movie where they're like broke down on the <laughs> side of the road. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's really none of that. But there's so many American, you know, long journey bus bus movies or road movies where you're finding yourself that's a that's indicative of one of those that's really cool um well i actually was looking for a song because ah stop 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 (laughs) i was actually (laughs) looking for a uh that was mad caddies didn't want to let go um i was looking for uh a song one of my favorite songs by the replacements it's called here's here comes a regular and I've probably played it before because it's one of my favorites and it's all about drinking. Um, but when I was looking for it, I found uh, a version by Against Me. And oh, cool. and it was really super cool. And it's actually on a, uh, on a War- I think it's on Warner Brothers. Uh, it's called Covered. And it's basically the picture of a vinyl, of a vinyl record player just covered with a sheet. And it has all these covers on it. And like Mastodon covers a song on it. And I think uh, um, they against me does and Avenged Sevenfold, a bunch of bands that are on that are covering like classic Warner artists. So it's That's it's pretty cool, cool that uh, that they did this, and I I'm, I love both bands. I mean, huge replacement Sam, but I I also love Against Me. So it seemed like right up against right, it seemed like right up my alley. So here it is. Here comes a regular uh, Against Me. Regular call. 
how close is that to the original? Pretty close. Okay. Pretty darn close. Um, the uh, the original has a guitar, a twelve string guitar that's kind of strummed similarly similarly to that. The only part is in the little breaks when he's not singing. There's a little piano that goes like real little, and the replacements aren't known for their out front high fidelity recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Litt was their producer, and he did a lot of uh, early REM stuff as well. He was actually the REM guy until they got super super big. Um, mm-hmm. Green was the last album he did, and so uh, he did he did a couple for the replacements as well. So yeah, they kind of have this cool signature lo-fi kind of sound, and they're they're known as being uh, they have a reputation as being a drunk act. Like you know, coming on stage drunk and being drunk and fighting because mm-hmm. they're drunk on stage, and and one um, they they I went to their last show as the replacements, uh, in wait did I go, or did I just hear about it? <laughs> okay, my buddy went because I'm thinking about something from the replacements as well, and I can't tell if I saw them or if you told me about it. But uh, go on. Well, okay, so there was a you know what. I don't think I lived this. I think my buddy Dan Park lived this. Uh, but he went to see, yeah. I, so they had this album called All Shook Down. And it came out in like um, 1989 um, mm-hmm. or 90. And basically it was a Paul Westerberg solo album. The singer was, his, it was basically, he, he played on it more than anybody. He wrote all the songs. He did like, there's a lot of guys who weren't interested in it uh, that are in the band. Um, and so... When that album came out, they toured on it, and that was their last tour, right? That they did, and so uh, and so I heard the story. I heard was that Paul Westerberg was after the show. Uh, my buddy Dan was standing around for an autograph, and they were they walked out of the Palladium and into the bus or whatever, and all there was a screaming blonde chick with big boobs next to next to my buddy Dan and, and uh-huh. Paul Westbrook's like oh yeah she's cool she can go <laughs> she's on the bus no problem <laughs> so and then they broke up and they didn't play forever and then I they actually reunited a few years ago and I went to see them at the, at the Palladium again so it was really good awesome. really good when they were sober and then I actually saw Westerberg when uh, in the early 2000s thinking like oh here's my chance to see the replacements finally and I'll see Westerberg uh-huh. and he was drunk as fuck and like only played like 25 minutes and at the house of blues in Anaheim and he bailed. So yeah. Anyway, but it was that, what story did you have? Cause that's the story. <laughs> did he perform like laying down on a couch? He performed. Yes, he did. Okay. He performed not, uh, I don't know if he's laying on it. Yes. He was laying on a couch. Billy Joe, he broke his leg. Uh, they played uh, at Lollapalooza and he broke his leg and Billy Joe Armstrong said, Oh, I'll play. I'll sing your parts for you or mm-hmm. I'll play guitar for you. And he ended up playing guitar for him. And then Paul Westbrook's like, Oh, just you do it. And, and you know, so Billy Joe ended up singing <laughs> for him time. too. So it's not really the same band. But I yeah, I couldn't anyway. remember. See, and I couldn't remember if I actually saw that live or if, if it yeah. was a well, story that you were in done. Chicago, I think, I think that's where it was. It was like, it, it, I don't know if it was Lollapalooza, but it was, only when Lollapalooza was there, like in Chicago. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that was a long that was a long story for a, for just a few minutes of song. Sorry, guys. Whatever. The people love it. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay. I'm gonna play a song by Blur. I also have an Oasis song on here, and I couldn't decide Ooh. which one to play. But I'm gonna go with Oasis. Blur. It's called Bank Holiday, and it's you know about Bank Holiday in the UK is essentially their 
it's a holiday, right? It's, it's like Memorial a, Day or like yeah. it's a day off. Basically, yeah, it's, it's a day, a day off, off from work. So it's just a day to sit around and drink, which, again, take this to Inauguration Day. Use it. Love it. Yeah. Live it. Love it. Know it. Love it. I like that song. Uh, then again, I like Blur. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, are you song? I, are you Blur or, or Oasis? I'm actually more of an Oasis fan than I am a Blur fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's where I stand on that on that whole divide. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I, I'm definitely more. I think Oasis had a little more. Uh, I think they had a little more songwriting acumen than you know. So I, I, I just and Blur's good and, and obviously, you know, the um what do you call it? Gorillas is great and yeah. Dan Auburn's stuff is great. His mm-hmm. solo stuff is good. I just I you know, I like I like Noel Gallagher's uh, songwriting style, I think, a little more. He's more like whereas I think Damon is more um he's more like artsy. Yeah. I think Noel Gallagher is just rock and roll. Like he's he's a arena rocker, you know, more than Mm-hmm. So he's more of a Bruce Springsteen than he is a David Bowie, you know. I, so if, if, you're a rocker and I'm the mod in this. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Ooh. I don't know. Although I did look at a mod scooter the other day that was used on a Blur album cover that I was thinking cool. about. Cool. <laughs> yeah, How many scooters do you so. need? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> and that and the end up the conversation that ended up being had with myself was how many Vespas do you possibly? Need? How many Lambrettas or Vespas do you need? Done. So there you go. Yeah. Um, well, so I wanted to do one. Um, there's a really cool. There's a really cool uh, uh, DJ that mm-hmm. was like around like the the mid 2000s. Uh, and you may know him. He's, his name is Brand Van Three Thousand. Ever heard of him? No. Uh, so, he, so he has this song about drinking in LA. It's pretty cool. Um, you know the one I'm talking about? I think I know now. Yeah. There's a there's a band called The Twang though that covered it more recently and it's more of a rock song. Uh-huh. So I can't decide which one to play, but uh Go with your heart. Yeah, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the Twang version because okay. I a, I like I think it's a cool band name and I, and whatever. I mean, it is what it is. You'll when you'll hear it you'll be like, "Oh, I've heard this song before." You know what I mean? So Okay. Here it is. Here's Drinking in LA with The Twang as interpreted by the twang by Brand Van 3000. Absolutely nothing that day And I say, what the hell was I doing Drinking in LA at 26 I got the fever for the flavor So the payback will be late Still I need a fix Um, I've heard that song before. I yeah. I didn't know it wasn't their song because that's the yeah. only version of it I've heard. So just just to give you a, uh, this is what the original song sounds like. This is the one most people have heard. Yeah, we 
got free tickets to the Brand Van concert. Yeah, I know I'm already. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I know you're already, like, less than 30 seconds in. I think I like the Twang's version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Twang, the Twang one was just, it's here's a band that's doing it. You know, it sounded pretty cool. Yeah. So, plus they have this really cool wolf on the cover of their album. I was like, I've never heard this band, but they were, hey, they got me. There's a reason why, there's a reason why I'm clicking on this. So, yep. they got me for sure. But I'm a sucker for a really good underground cover that nobody knows is a cover. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. in lieu of having really great talent. It's a great way to <laughs> get people into your band. You know? Yeah, so. that's that's um, why I like Cat Power so much. Like she yes, does so yeah. many interesting cover songs. Yes, yeah, she does. That some of the ones that we love the most. Uh, what is it? Sea of Love. Yeah. I think even sea of love you know great, I had yeah. no idea that was a cover song, but she made it. Really, Bobby Darin? I no? think so. Um, Isn't yeah, I haven't heard that. No. Uh, the she's actually great. I actually when when I seeing the cat power, seeing the riot girl like cat sticker all over the place. Yeah. I assumed that was cat power. I didn't know, I didn't know what cat power was. And I, I remember listening to KCRW and she played a cover song of Leaving on a Jet Plane or something like that, and it was so great that I was like, wow, I gotta I gotta find out who this chick is. Man, she's really good. <laughs> yeah, she's so, great. Someone I've never yeah. seen live. No, yeah, me neither. Me I think neither. the one time I had the chance to at Coachella, I think it was a year that was like a volcano in Iceland. Oh, yeah, right, and none of the planes could get over. Yeah, and people couldn't come over, and I don't think she was able to come. Because everybody uh, was doing, the, everybody does like, that's the start of their festival season, mm-hmm. right? So they have to fly over to America, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. So that was a bummer. Um, well, cool. When you're when you're drinking about the Biden win or the <laughs> lack of uh, you know furloughed for so long, what is the song that you think of? And go. What it's the next song you're gonna play? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna play since yours was kind of like a. Uh, I don't want to say a downer, but it was more mellow. Yeah. Um, we're gonna play a Nina Simone song because it okay. it it's a good transition this is called gin house blues and i love nina and her voice anyways so um, she's great she's she's... absolutely great that's why she's a legend Mm -hmm. um so here it is stay away from me cause i'm in my sin That's really cool. I really yeah. like that a lot. I, I, um, you know, as I get older too, I really love just a blues progression like that. Like mm-hmm. I know where it's going. I know where, you know, there's no surprise. There's no like filigree about it. Either you got the voice or you don't, um, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing when you're, when you talk about like people with a unique voice, like Nina Simone or, or, you know, Howlin' Wolf or, you know what I mean? Like, any of the, any of these people from that era, from that Ray Charles, obviously. I mean, any people from that era, it's just so great. I mean, they, you know, it, you can hear the history in their voice almost. It's really, really cool, really and cool. Good hear, choice. You hear like the passion and the emotion in the voice. Like she's right. not the greatest singer, but she has a unique voice in that you feel it when she sings. Yeah, and I think well, and that's, that's a, more than anything. You, and that's why, you know, that's why mostly we call we call our musicians that we love, we call them artists because they are artists. There's mm-hmm. not it's not a it's not if everybody could sing perfect, 
you know, uh, if Singing Perfect was part of it, the cast of Rent would be amazing and they would be the number one band in the world. You know what I mean? Because they, they yeah. sing in perfect harmony and it's great and it's affected and it's, it's, you know, I get that it's emotional. But that's one thing that's awesome about music is it's not that. You know, it's yep. it's this art form, you know. The John Lennon saying fits it the best, you know. I'm an artist. If you give me a tuba, I'll get you something out of it. And it, it may not be what how how you how you would you know what styling you might prefer, but it it will be something. <laughs> That's be something awesome. Sure. I love that. Yeah. So um, cool. Well, let's. Uh, I actually I picked this next band not for the reason that I think it's a screaming. Uh, uh, you know, anthem for drinking, uh, but it's by one of my favorite bands, and they're really, really understated uh, Scottish band uh, called uh, the Trash Can Sinatras. Um, but uh, it's it's called Maybe I Should Drive, and uh, so that's what led me to it. Like, oh, I should yeah. listen to this song again and see if I could pick out any lyrics. But w- where it's fitting here is he's having a conversation with somebody, and and one of the lyrics is, "Listen, son, if you spent your life in the in the last lane." You would have an axe to grind, but you're punch drunk on patriotism and blind drunk on borderism. Maybe I should drive. And I, I listened to that lyric and I was like, wow, this is like totally fitting. This is why we're having a drink. It's for <laughs> it's for a band like this. So <laughs> so uh, seriously, this band is so, so underrated. They had a, a, a early hit in the early 90s called Obscurity Knocks. And it's a really great song. And they've kind of self-funded and put albums out. And they actually, I went to see them at the Coach House maybe four years ago i mean so they'd still play around um or did but uh here's maybe i should drive by the trash can sinatras I don't know if this is ignorant or dumb to say, but when you think of like an Irish band, you think of like a Flogging Molly-esque yeah. type band. And I like that they sound far from that. They're Glasgowegians, I think. Oh, I think they're, they're Scottish. Glasgow. My let me bad. see. Let me see if they're... Hold on. Hold on. Hold let, me, let me just double check to make sure because I, I want to be right about it because uh, Trash Can Sinatra Origin. Scottish or <laughs> Irish? Scottish or Irish. What's okay, Trash Can Sinatra's. Oh, oh, dang it! I went to the official site. Damn it. Uh, Damn yada, it. Yada, yada. All right, I'll, we'll, I'll find out about it. Okay. Uh, clearly, we'll I'm out. not. I'm not there. I'm clearly. I'll find it in the next break. I'll type it away. <laughs> okay. And we'll figure it out. I um, hate hearing typing while I'm, while I'm, we're on the, <laughs> we're on the podcast. But we're hot on the trail. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Let's see. So we're that was the end of side A. So we're flipping over side to side A. B. Okay, so flip it over. So this is when you get up and and make sure you you know pour you and your 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 mate or your uh, your girlfriend or whoever it is your boyfriend whatever pour them a shot. And you guys can cheers and say like okay we're halfway done with our with the uh, mix and yeah. then uh, flip the tape over and Julia is gonna wow you with something right now. Wow. Uh, we're gonna kick this party off with. Uh, he is a country artist. His name is Dale Watson. Um, I may have mentioned him before. I've seen him in Austin perform um, at this little, I think it was called like Ginny's Saloon. It was like a really shitty divey bar. 
where they were playing chicken shit bingo inside the bar. Like, yep, yep. I, I which, know the place. Absolutely. This was before I was a vegan, so uh, now I don't think I could watch that. But um, he was really funny. His whole set was hilarious. He would do songs and then like do commercials for Pabst Blue Ribbon, like in between <laughs> it. That's awesome. And I, his performance was so fun. But uh, this song is called Thanks to Tequila. Awesome. Thought I had things figured out until I opened up my mouth. Thanks to Tequila. I tried to tell her you sure look nice, but it came out like you just like Thanks to Tequila. I actually like um, I like the fact I like the fact that there is a place in the world for what's his name Taki 69 and also that guy <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, I, I like that there's that there's enough taste in uh-huh. the world for you know uh, Loudon Wainwright and you know that guy you know that I, guy. I just think it's cool it's it's super cool that the yeah so uh, kudos that's a good song and seeing that with talking about that that's just that's playing in bars man that's like yeah you don't understand it's playing in bars uh and only because i've done this a lot uh you play in bars where people don't necessarily want to hear you Uh and unlike a lot of my famous you know friends that are touring musicians or whatever um i was in a band where not a lot of people and we may have had we may have had 20 percent of the crowd in, in any town we went to and the rest we had to win over and that comes from a lifetime of winning people over, doing Pabst Blue Ribbons commercials and joking with people and playing in a place that has totally. chicken shit bingo, whatever. That's you're a troubadour and you're a traveler and and you're bringing your your brand to this. And if you do that long, long and successfully enough, you get a name and you, you get a little following and you know, it's pretty cool. So totally, yeah, yeah. and that's a good choice. Um, I wanted to uh, let's see, I'm looking at it here. So I always think whenever I'm thinking of drinking. Uh, I I used to live by this bar in the city of Fullerton. Uh, it's still there. It's called Mulberry Street. It's actually a restaurant. It's really uh, really nice. Actually, the uh, Cold War kids at the same time I was drinking there lived above the bar, and they oh, cool. they uh, wrote all their songs for their first EP uh, at this apartment above Mulberry Street, and their EP was actually called Mulberry Street. Um, but uh, family owned place, been there forever, and I dated a a, a girl who was a cocktail waitress there and also a bartender and so i would hang out there all the time i hung out there before i knew her and then uh we would just hang out there all the time anyway whenever uh it was time to go uh my drinking buddy at the time his name was dave uh he used to say you should have him play the song man see if he could play the song see if we could if we should play the song i'm like what song is that and he's like you know one for my baby <laughs> one more for the road he's like and then Del, dude, we gotta hit up Del Taco. <laughs> so every time I love this song, and every time I'm thinking of drinking, I think of this Frank Sinatra tune. So here it is. Drinking, my friend, to the end of a brief episode. Make it one for my baby. And one more for the road. I 
love it because in my mind, like the bar is emptied out and somehow a spotlight pops up out of nowhere. The whole place goes dark, except for <laughs> That's Frank exactly how it was. That's exactly how he's it was. He's on a stool by himself, and he, this is him singing. Like, that's just how I picture it, and I love that's, it. You know, it, it, you're only going to hear 30 seconds of the song, and to be honest, folks, how it works out, unless I specifically say, like, hey, pick this 30 seconds, Julia picks it or Christina will pick it, yeah. somebody will pick the time. Um, but that song, there's so many good verses in it, and... He, if you listen to his voice, there's a really great uh, – here I am recommending a Frank Sinatra documentary. <laughs> there's a really great <laughs> documentary, and I think it's on Showtime now or maybe it's on HBO. It's a quintessential. It's like four hours long. It's this really great Sinatra documentary. It goes from the beginning to the end of his career and how sad he was in the 60s, in the late 60s, about not being hip, not being cool, right? God. And and if you listen to that, they bring up that song specifically because if you listen, cause it's a standard. It's an old standard. It's not like mm-hmm. he wrote it. And if you listen to that song, you can feel like the pain that's in his voice. Yeah. You know, when he and, and you know, the, the angst that he's kind of feeling in his voice. And that was a, st- a struggle Frank had the rest of his career from, you know, the, the late uh, the early 70s on till he passed um, was that he just wasn't a hip, a hip cat anymore. You know what I mean? Like. Well, and if you think about it, that must have been like the roughest time to be a musician or a long-standing musician because you go from the '50s where the music pretty much kind of sounds the same, yeah, like sure. for the most part. Then with the advent of rock and roll, like you kind of start to die out. Like people like Frank Sinatra just big bands yeah they, he becomes the exist. parents music right so yeah if if you were a child if you were a teenager in 1947 and you fainted you know because of him well you had your kids in the 50s and then mm-hmm. by 1968 those kids are 18 and they're you know and 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 you had such the 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 break in the societal break that happened yeah like, huge between cultural straight, revolution yeah the cultural revolution and women's live and civil rights and all the stuff that happened drugs lsd yeah. I mean, and you have all this that comes out comes about and it's completely different like mm-hmm. how can you be how can you be a, a a hip cool cat when you know when um frank zappa is cool you know yeah. what i mean like if frank zappa is cool frank sinatra is very uncool everything yes. about him is uncool right if, if frank if frank zappa is your is your measure of what cool is or or you know or if the laurel canyon sound Mm-hmm. is the the sound that everybody emulates that's a far cry from this big band sound right so totally i don't know it's uh i'm not sad at all for frank because he had he had a, a, he had a, a lot crazy of life i mean that guy yeah. ridiculous life you know but uh not sad from at all but i think it's a great sad song for drinking totally and i think it's <laughs> which is what american needs a sad song totally for, <laughs> for someone like me who hasn't been drinking in a while like i've been wanting a drink um I just put myself on this weird thing where I don't eat after five o'clock. So even to drink, like you had mentioned uh, right before you played this, you want like the Del Taco thing. Like if I drink, I'm going to want to eat. So like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Del Taco was like the place to go to. Wasn't it? What? Okay. That's that. We have to have a, we have to have a song, a songs you listen to while, while eating Del Taco episode. Cause it's like (laughs) people who don't are not from, well, I guess they have Del Taco. They used to be the last Del Taco, and I know this from traveling, you know, uh-huh. by car, all over, by van, all over the place. 
that the last Del Taco used to be in St. Louis, but that's not true anymore. They have one in Atlanta. They have them around. Okay, cool. So there is something special about going to gigs in Southern California where afterwards or a bar or whatever, and afterwards uh-huh. you go to Del Taco. You get to have tacos and fries and... They usually oh have God. tables out in front, and you and your friends can sit, or you sit in somebody's car, Ooh, or you go sit to somebody's in the car. house. Yeah. yeah, you sit in the car, and you listen to music, and you eat, right? It's, uh, you know, I've been through Del Taco drive throughs on scooter <laughs> rallies. I've had, like, eight scooters go through all at once. Like, you know, uh-huh. I've I've had so many stories. Uh, the same guy, just real quick, the anecdotally, the same guy who uh, used to say, like, like play have them play the song not like you could request songs back then like you yeah. whatever was on the music but that song happened to come on once and he flipped the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> but uh we would go to del taco he would every time he get drunk and so there are times when he'd look at me at like 9 30 del dude it's time to go to del like right dude, we are not we we've been here an hour we're not gonna go to del <laughs> we've been here 45 minutes we're not going to del and, and really so, the whole time you wanted del taco but you're like fine i'll yeah. drink just yeah, get yeah, me to exactly. Taco. But this this guy, uh, this guy, he, me and his friend, me and another friend, were having a conversation in the front seat, and we just let Dave order, and he was in the back seat, all drunk. And we get to the window, and the lady, the guy's like, "Okay, that'll be 126." <laughs> so we're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what do you order?" He's reading all the stuff. I'm like, "No, no, no, dude, we want two number fours <laughs> and extra fries. That's fine." <laughs> God bless <laughs> any of those employees at del taco that have I to know, deal with right? drunk people at I the end know. of the night my god i know i was trying to chat one up like a week ago um actually no <laughs> it was just the other day because i was at the dmv uh i went through the drive through real quick just to get a red burrito and an iced tea whenever i'm like hungry and thirsty that's enough uh-huh. like and i drive through and she had a fullerton college shirt on and i was like a oh, sweater on and i was like trying to chat her up she absolutely had was not in the mood for my dad yeah. jokes or or like dude don't talk to me while i'm here like i don't want to be demoralized by having to deal with you oh i love <laughs> so it funny. i love it i love it i love it get your dad jokes out of here mister <laughs> so funny <laughs> working oh, hard or hardly working shut the fuck up <laughs> give me your money take your burrito i'm gonna spit get in out your of here food. yeah <laughs> oh my god Okay, well, now that we're like feeling loose, we're we're vibing with the music. Uh, bro. Hey, bro. We're um, yelling at the TV more because yeah. I'm assuming you're at home. Um, we're gonna play a song by LCD Sound System called "Drunk Girls." Love it. cool song i actually like lcd sound system quite a bit mm-hmm. they're uh i think they're definitely um innovators in that label too uh they put out a lot of records in a short period of time um i forget the name of their label now dang it yeah uh, I but they i didn't know that was lcd's label yeah i don't know no the label lcd was on got it um, got it yeah so uh but yeah there's really cool you know for that time they kind of captured that time you know Really oh, totally. Cool. Early 2000s? Yeah, that, that kind of electronic, uh, electro, 
I want I want to say an electronic kind of punk vibe that was yeah. coming out at that time. What was it and they, they captured clash, it perfectly. Something like that. Electric Clash. Yeah, 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 exactly. Something like that. This says I think that's uh, really choice. Parlophone Records. Is that yes, correct? Yes, that's the okay. one. Right, right. I'll look more into they, that. Um, yeah, they had, I watched something about that too. Uh, years and years ago, though, it was like right when it, I think when uh, LCD, remember when LCD sound system kind of went away and it was a big deal? Yeah. When they like they stopped broke playing. broke up or something. They broke up, quote unquote. Yeah. They had a documentary that came out about that and about how they recorded the snare drums and stuff and how it sounded really like kind of fake and weird and it's like yeah they 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 um basically put a uh it was some really simple solution they had oh they put a mouse pad on the drums and they made it 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 dampened them and it it had this cool sound and they used it yeah for i think they used it for that and for check 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 and for for bands like that um back in those days but that's right back around that time anyway um Let's see. I actually, I have a cool song to end it. So do you want to go again? Yeah, sure. In that way, in that way we can, let's see, because wait, hold on. How many songs were, this is. So we have two each left. Two each left. Okay. Yeah. So, so why if don't I you do one again, now? Okay. And then I'll do one and then I'll do two in the end. Okay. Oh, and then, yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. One, two, three, We'll four. figure it out. Okay. So. Uh, my next song, it's not, um, it's not like a, it's a song from a TV show. So, maybe the world is blind. Da, 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 da. Oh, just a lit. No, Wait, different strokes to do. Oh, that show. I forgot about that. No, there's a bunch this... of different shows all in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a melody. Um, there are a very medley? few TV shows. Well, I don't do musicals a lot, but this show good. is so good. That's good. It's it's called Wait. Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh well, yeah, that show. Yeah, Schlesinger wrote the Did music you? for that show. Okay, I never sh- watched it. I've never seen it's it. It's so good, is so it really? good. They do a song about the Santa Ana winds. You know, oh, cool. like they do a song about West Covina. You know, because um, awesome. that's where it's set. But this song is called Greg's Drinking Song, and Greg is kind of like the angry bartender guy. Um, on the show and it's really funny and they're all super talented and i actually really want to watch a tv this show again normally i don't do that especially with newer shows but this is a show i would watch again so, so did you know that schlesinger wrote that from no. fountains of wayne yeah he wrote all the songs for that that's so, so it all goes full circle adam schlesinger <laughs> r.i.p goes he's full everywhere he's everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, it really is um that's cool because i love rachel bloom who's the main character and she wrote she wrote it and I know she wrote a lot of the music and the songs and she's a Broadway actress too. So that's, that's really awesome. Um, but here it is. Greg's drinking song. Wine can be fun. White rosé and bread till I call up my boss. Say, I wish he was dead. Chase down the regret with some gin for good luck. Then steal my cousin Jim's landscaping truck. Drive home. Then I puke on my cat, my cat. I puke on my cat. I fall through the doorway and puke on my cat. Poor little Bruno did not expect that. I try for the toilet. But yeah, uh, that's a great song. And yeah. uh, just, you know, let's again, I know this 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 podcast is, has become at times has become Fountains of Wayne centric. But <laughs> when when you could take some witty subject matter and roll it into a tune like that and make it catchy. 
dude that's magic that is just magic you know there's a reason why brian uh, why why uh, um brian wilson oh, is yes. like the best songwriter in the world it's because he does that he takes mm-hmm. everyday situations and makes the magic right and there's something to that it and even silly shit like that is just so funny and good and i like how they 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 uh they bite the verse pattern and the chords for uh, the times they are a changing. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Bob Dylan classic. It's pretty cool. And that show's really song. great because, and it just makes me think of Adam um, and his talents because they do a song like that, which is like an Irish drinking song. They do super pop Britney Spears-esque sh- songs. They do traditional Broadway. They do like metal, heavy metal. You know, they do like 80s glam rock, like every single type of genre they play on that show and it's just it's funny and surprising how well he can do like he can write for anything basically right like, right he can do it all no doubt no doubt that he can because he he has and he's done it so mm-hmm. <laughs> well he, again totally missed we could actually do a schlesinger podcast just like a, a companion podcast and that would just play all adam schlesinger songs and be like oh wow this is a really good really good playlist <laughs> but anyway um i'm gonna do the one song that i think has to be on any drinking on any drinking um uh um mix mm-hmm. just because of you know the title of the song and the fact that it's by you know uh george thurgood and the and the destroyers <laughs> but uh you know, if if there was a white guy that you ever wanted to sound like, hey, man, you know what? I want to sound like Screaming Jay Hawkins or <laughs> it's him. Like he is so envious of those guys. But he plays a mean guitar, too. So here's uh, George Thurgood with one bourbon, one scotch and just one beer. Well, I ain't seen my baby since I don't know when I've been drinking bourbon whiskey, scotch and gin. Gonna get high, man, I'm gonna get loose. Need me a triple shot of that juice. Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear. I want one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. American drinking songs are just so cool. Or drinking yeah, songs absolutely. are just fun. Like, I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's, you know, so I, I I know that you're not a fan of George Thurgood. I guarantee you, you're not a fan of George Thurgood. <laughs> uh, but he does, like, he did Bad to the Bone. He's done, nah, 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 nah. Like, it he sounds that. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the fact that he's a white guy that could play slide guitar, blues guitar, and uh-huh. like that is, and he's young, like young. In the 70s, he's playing this. He was probably like 18 or 19, like a like young kid. Um, but uh, definitely made a name for himself. And uh, that song comes on. Um, I would say I was at the, I was at a Naval Academy graduation and I was really drunk in a Irish bar right outside of the <laughs> uh-huh. gates of the Naval Academy one time. I was maybe 21 or 22 at the most. And they must have played that song 15 times wow. <laughs> like throughout the night. Like as people are there drinking and stuff, it's like, oh, put it on the jukebox, put it on the jukebox. And man, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a rite of passage for some. <laughs> so. You know, I I don't think I'd mind hearing that song seven times in a row if it meant I didn't have to hear it. Don't stop believing, you know. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly I, right. I'd be okay no, with that. They uh, just so you know, Julie, when you go to program that song, uh, give it the first three minutes. He's telling a story about how he can't pay his rent. So, <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you know, don't use that part. <laughs> use the part. I'll where, skip ahead. Yeah, skip exactly. Ahead. I mean, it's it's a really good story. He gets moved on from a lot of places. <laughs> so off I went. <laughs> like, Remember, I played 
that song on Chris. I did a Christmas song where it was just about a little boy dying, basically. <laughs> but it was like a 10 minute or 12 minute yes. song. What was it called? Um, Billy's. Oh my God. Fernand- Billy's. Billy, Billy's, Billy's dude, Wish or something. That song. Oh my God. Is the worst. <laughs> I don't. It's absolutely the worst Christmas song. Oh, totally. I, it could be one of the worst songs ever made just because it's so sad. Like, why was that song created? Like, why? Um, what's the lesson in that song? I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. I, there's no, I was like, so sad. I couldn't. I mean, it was like, oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Go listen to the we, Christmas episode, folks, from last year. We ended and you were it like, on that wow. song. Oh, God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those okay. are dark times. <laughs> Those. Hey, you were for you were foreshadowing some dark times ahead. Right. Oh God. <laughs> I swear to God, if a kid dies on Santa's lap this year, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Okay. So this is my last song, and I don't think I've played any like ska bands, so I'm gonna go ahead and throw one ska, in ska, there. Ska. 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 Um. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and play Life of the Party by the Planet Smashers. Ooh, it's a fun wow. Song. Okay. Not directly go, a drinking go song. Go Canadian ska. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Everybody can ska. Americans, Canadians, Jamaicans. Other Jamaicans. Really. Clearly. Mexicans. They it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anyways. Mexicans can ska, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. North America's got it on lock, pretty much. Yeah. A lot of Japanese, too. A lot of Japanese. Totally. <laughs> um, but here we go. So I really like the I so I like any ska band that has made a living playing ska. And the Planet mm-hmm. Smashers are definitely one of those that they're in that vein of band that I want to put them in there with um Fishbone and uh, the Untouchables in the regard that they were playing ska music um and keeping it alive, you know, for yeah. so many years through years where it was unpopular and years where it was extremely popular. Yeah. You know, they kind of went went through that whole cycle. So for that reason alone, they get my respect. I don't care if you're a shitty band, you know, mm-hmm. you get my respect for playing through that uh, and, and kind of keeping it together and finding a niche for yourself. The fact that they're a great band makes them all that much greater. And they're, oh. they're really not in the conversation for a lot of, um, for a lot of uh, what people would would recommend as you know oh this is a great ska band for the time unless you're from that area you know what i mean unless you're and and they are and and how many communities have that like where they have they're just these guys that just crank it out like that and Mm -hmm. so they they definitely deserve respect they're 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 a really good band so i like them a lot i like them a lot and matter of fact i've only uh, one person from seattle Everybody assumes you never heard of the Planet Smashers. So one person from Seattle gave me a, a CD one time at a show. Uh-huh. Oh, have you ever heard? Oh, you never heard of this band? They're called the Planet Smashers. I'm like, of course I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a break. <laughs> you know, it's they they're like everybody's favorite like secret. Although you go to their shows and there would be you know I'm sure there'd be a lot of people there. I don't know. But that's, yeah, I don't think uh, I've ever seen them. I don't remember I've never if seen they them. toured down here. I'm sure they have, and it, again, it was just like not a band that I sought out. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, 
It's unfortunate. But during the ska heyday there, there were so many bands that would come around too. I mean, you could catch Desmond Decker play, you know, you could play mm-hmm. at Senior or at uh, Frogs in Hermosa Beach. Like you'll see, oh, great. Des- you know, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy to think of that, you know, English beat and all the bands and everybody kind of had their own factions back then. You know, it's Dave Wakeling's English beat or it's ranking Roger or it's Rogers, uh, ranking Rogers beat or it's, yeah. you know, or whatever. Anyway. So I digress. I digress. So uh, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play two songs, right? Okay. Wait. Um, well, you technically only have one left, but you can play two. This no, is... if I only have one left, that's great. That helps this me is... out. Okay. Then just do the one. End Perfect. it on a high. I will end it on a high. Actually, this song is not necessarily, it is a drinking song. There's drinking in it, um, but it's more, I was on a train one time. <laughs> And this oh song boy. really, really <laughs> changed my outlook. It was a Friday and whatever algorithm was working, it, it I didn't, I never heard of this guy before. And it kind of came up and as, as you know, if you're, if you're out with me, that'll typically happen. We'll hear a song and be like, whoa, what the hell was that? It was really good. But the guy's name is uh, Robert Earl Keen and he's a, uh, he's a bluegrass musician and an Americana musician, been around forever. He's written songs from everybody from Steve Earle to, you know, Justin Towns are old, or to, uh, to uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, Towns Van Zandt, to, you know, all these all these luminaries that, that were in the Americana scene. He, mm-hmm. He's written a song for him. But this song I really like because it's about that feeling where um, you walk into a bar and you kind of, you're just glad to be there, where you look around the room and you see people you know and people are dancing and singing and you get a few beers and it's like, and it seemed to fit really good for the for the motive of where the country is now and, and kind of the theme of our country because it's called uh, Feel So Good, Feeling Good Again. So here it is. Singing like they thought they were the tabernacle choir And I wanted you to see them all I wish that you were there I looked across the room and saw you standing on the stair And when I caught your eyes, saw you break into a grin It feels so good, feeling good again I really like that. That's a good um, end of the night song. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, yeah. exactly what I was thinking. There's a, There's other verses in that song. I don't know what 30 seconds you're going to play, but... There's verses in the song about him, you know, uh, catching the wishing that the girl that the girl he loved was there, and then have, seeing a, looking across the room and actually catching her eye when she or not catching her eye, but seeing her when she didn't know he was there, uh-huh. and them catching eyes and how great it was, you know, it's a cool, it's a cool little ditty, man. It's it's, you know, the part that really struck me when I was on the train was um, I rarely drink when I'm out like that but it was a friday and i happened to buy a beer and on the on the amtrak you can do that in a 22 ounce beer and i was drinking it and there's a part where he's like he's like you know i wish i cashed my paycheck before i came here and uh and then he reached into his pocket and it found a 20 and a 10 and it feels so good feeling good again <laughs> and i was like the same thing happened to me i was like i reached in my pocket i'm like oh well i got 10 bucks i mean i could spend eight dollars on a beer here why uh-huh. not <laughs> i love so, it so totally the universe picked it for me it was really great so anyway. i was about to say it's a very accurate night out at a bar yeah like, totally yeah totally. it's very true yeah. for a lot of people absolutely absolutely and hopefully it's true the theme is true i mean hopefully we can start to feel good again you know what i mean i, I hate to be that guy because 
you know, I hate to be romantic about politics because it's totally. not a rom- it's not a romantic thing at all. You know, it's a procedural thing, and it's a you know. But hopefully, hopefully, we can all kind of sigh a little bit and you're like, okay, let's just let's get a grown up in charge so we can all screw around again. Like we don't have to be so serious. <laughs> you know, like oh, I, man. I mean, there's so much to talk about, like with this new administration and like what we do from here but like again let's enjoy this moment because if you really sit and think about it you're like panic it's panic inducing and anxiety inducing all over again and we just dealt with that for four years still dealing with that right now right now it's like the temper tantrum of all temper tantrums um but just know like it will get better and hopefully even um, have some major changes to the way things were when we thought they were normal and good. So I think they can get even better than that. Totally. Just approach something with common sense instead of, you know, animosity all the time. There's always, you can come from a place of animosity all the time. I don't care if you're managing street sweepers or you're managing a country. If you're angry about shit all the time, (laughs) you're not going to get a good result. And it's not a good way to manage people either because people don't respond to anger. Yeah, so that's that's just what I know. But what do I know? I do a podcast on the on random. What don't you do, Mike? You're in a band. You do a podcast. (laughs) You watch documentaries. I do watch a lot. I do watch way too many documentaries. I've really cut that back. Have you? Because I can imagine that it's might be a good escape after a long day's work. And I know that you're still working from home, but I would feel like if you're home, you maybe don't want to concentrate as hard anymore. Yeah, totally. The, the problem is that if I put something on and I'm working, then I, I tend to do that or I ah, do the work and then I yes. have to rewind that. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I just finished watching The Sopranos. I watched all the episodes of The Sopranos oh, uh, cool. and I hadn't seen it since they'd aired. And I, there was so much that I missed when they initially aired apparently because I got so much more out of it. Uh, but uh, I finished that the other day. It took me like three months off and on. I had to rewind stuff and go back, mm-hmm. you know, just because just because I'm working, you know, while I'm doing it. Yeah. And uh, I found it really rewarding. And actually, it was one of those things where it's like when it was over, I was like, oh, I'm sad that it's over. Like, I, I kind of want to know what goes what what happens next with these people. You know what I mean? And so totally. I, that's that's how you know it's a good show. The West Wing mm-hmm. was always the same. You know, I've seen that about a thousand times. And The Office, too. It's, you know, it's all really good stuff. So anyway, I got to I got to do that with a I got to sit down and watch some other cool documentary showtime has i have a showtime app and it's got some crazy documentaries on there i really want to jump into and get involved in but i kind of have to like sit down and like okay get get myself ready and sit mm-hmm. down and watch and and actually the trojan records documentary um i don't know if we talked about that when it came out the 50th anniversary i actually bought it and i watched it and i actually took notes i took like three pages of notes because cool. i was like really into it i wanted to get uh-huh. the names right and i want it was really cool. So if you're on Spotify and you really love um, old jazz uh, to traditional ska, um, check that out. It's really super, super cool. And the uh, on Spotify, they have a playlist for it, and it's really long, and it's great. And awesome. Everybody on it, it's really great. So I will look for that. Cause yeah, I look for that. It's definitely that. there because I listened to it in my car today. <laughs> so it's, it's there. Sick. Anyway, do you have anything important or stuff coming up? No, I think, um, I don't think we've solidified it yet, but we are going to bring back mixtapes for the holidays. 
Oh, cool. Um, I think we should try to do that. However, I'm a little concerned about the post office's ability to get people their mixtapes on time for actual <laughs> Christmas presents. So, so uh, you, you start in early December, I'm sure they'll get them. Sure I, get I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But otherwise, we'll pick a not- good charity. And, and yeah, we'll find something good. Work. If you guys have suggestions on an organization that you work with or that you support yourself, let us know. Um, we're always open to anything, and as long as we're helping um, underprivileged and uh, overlooked groups of people. Absolutely right. Yeah, because you know we try to help out any way that we can, but the holidays, especially, it's you know it's really good. Especially this anyway. year. Um, yeah. But let's look forward to Inauguration Day, and we'll Ooh. toast then to truly a new year. I think that's the yeah. new – Inauguration Day will be the new New Year's yeah. for sure. Yeah, the, the 21st. The 21st yeah. is the new New Year. That's great. That's, hey, that's not a bad motto. It's not bad. It gives me 20 days to screw around. There you go. <laughs> Diet starts yeah, so. 121. 121. And then, and then you know, like, got my birthday coming up in March, so maybe it starts on 319. <laughs> that's when it's <laughs> – then, I yeah, mean, whatever. summer, what And I don't really, I don't think I have anything um, pressing coming up. Bambi actually had a show for about five minutes and then we had to, we ended up getting canceled. So Aww. we were going to play at this hotel, Hotel Passe. It's in Huntington Beach. Uh-huh. Um, it's on the roof and you, you play to the hotel rooms. So people oh. are in their own rooms. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, it, and I thought, oh, this would be really cool. It'd be great for everybody to, it's sunset show. It'd be really awesome. They play for an hour at sunset. That's cool, right? People can still go out at night. They can do yeah. whatever they want to do. And then I looked at the rooms that were like 300 some bucks a night. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I guess 10 people went in on it maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Might be cool. <laughs> and then they ended up canceling anyway because of the COVID thing and the weather and stuff. It's just not. So I mean, I've been enjoying it. like your Twitch has been super funny. Oh, that's um, right. Our Twitch. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing you, you guys do. Um, technically, do you have a Twitch the day this comes out? We we have a Twitch on Sunday, uh, oh, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, which would be the help me 22nd? out. 22nd. 22nd. We have a Twitch on the 22nd. Yes. Uh, okay, and so cool. we go live for it's Talina and Mashburn right now. That go live, uh, so our guitar player and and our singer, and they're the principal songwriters. So they go out and just chat and BS with people and answer questions and play some songs. They they get through like usually two or three songs, three or four songs, whatever it is. And so they'll play requests. It's it's really fun, and uh, we have we're having a really good time with Twitch. Actually, I, I'm having a good time as an audience member watching it, and then um, we're looking to expand kind of the studio where it's shot so that we can have more people interact and i might do a cocktail show on there or that'd be so you know, funny yeah so do, <laughs> do something like that or hey maybe we do a podcast I and mean, that could be a thing where they i don't know anybody would ever pay to, to or, or pay in, or to actually yeah. go in and watch a podcast be done it's one of the most boring things ever but I i'll mean, research that and see unless we're interviewing someone you know like yeah. if we're interviewing someone oh we got to figure that out yeah, Twitch is the check it out. It's really it's pretty cool. Um, it's a wave it, it's of not the future. For, yeah, it's not for gaming uh, per se. They're really trying to push it towards music. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, it's it's really fun for us. We're having a really good time, and it's awesome to interact with fans. We interacted with a fan in Romania the other day. Cool. You know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. If you could reach out and just touch that one person that likes you in you know Bulgaria or the mm-hmm. Czech Republic or wherever, and just say, hey, it's we acknowledge you, man. You're a fan. That's cool. 
who knows who knows how many people they tell and i don't know so hey we'll do that with the podcast that'd be kind of kind of fun yeah do that. We'll, we'll see how you can work it in <laughs> we'll, see what well we i don't do, do the twitch so there you go uh, <laughs> all, all right. right so tune into twitch and we will see you guys next time bye bye If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at face- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you-, you enjoyed listening. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right. And take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind the scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to. Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. <laughs> and while you're at it, head over to our website at mixtape mixtape podcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it one more thing? <laughs> Not that. Okay. <laughs> One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!